In the name of Jesus, Amen. Amen. Our text for tonight's message is from the Old Testament, Old Testament text in Genesis with Abram. This was before he was given the name of Abraham. And also, in the chapters leading up to our text tonight, we learn about Abram. Abram was a wealthy man. Abram was blessed. In fact, his flocks and his herds were so large that they could not graze on the same land as his nephews, Lot. Abram had everything except for a son, a son to inherit his household. Even the enemies of Abram were, deli were delivered to him by the hand of God. His nephew Lot was also rescued. Melchizedek, the high priest, blesses Abram for being such a wonderful instrument of God. Abram, at this church service, even tithes, gives a tenth of all he has. By the hand of God working through Abram, he was in the favor of kings. Battles had been won. The only thing he did not have yet was someone to carry on the family name. God uses Abram. God blesses Abram. The Lord is on his side. Abram even, even tithed as a joyful response to his faith. God also uses you. God uses you to serve your neighbor. God uses you to share your goods and services to others to share your goods and services with your church. And God uses you to share your faith with your family. God also blesses you, as he did with Abram. God blesses you with goods, family, children, all that you have, and all those who you know. God continue these, continues these blessings every day. All of you and Abram, you should be walking on the clouds. You've been blessed. You and Abram both have been used for good works by the very hand of God. This brings us to our text today. Abram was afraid. What does a 76-year-old fear? No offspring? Death? Something triggered Abram. Something must have happened, and we don't know what these things are. But, verse 1, After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Fear not, Abram, I am your shield. Your reward shall be very great. What is there for Abram to fear? 
Why should he be afraid? He should be on cloud nine. He should feel like he should be on top of the world. God chose him. God used him. God blessed him. Perhaps. Perhaps Abram feared the feeling of walking on the clouds, along with the fear of not having his family name carried on. But here is what we know. Here is what God's word tells us. Abram was afraid. Abram had fear. Abram had a troubled heart. The Lord's word at some point showed him his sin like a mirror that you cannot stand to look into. But you must. You all have such troubled hearts. I too have a troubled heart. I may not know why exactly your hearts are troubled, but we all know the Word of God. The Lord's Word at some point has shown you your sin. The Word can make you look into that wretched mirror that peers into your very soul. This is the law. Whether it be serving yourself in ambition, serving yourself in greed, to getting to the top of the heap, serving yourself will certainly hold you captive to the law of sin. This law of sin is what is causing your troubled heart. The law of sin will shove you into the pits of death. A long fall down from walking on the clouds. There's nothing you can do to stop this fall. There is no tithe you could possibly give to prevent yourself from hitting the bottom. It's no wonder you're afraid. It's no wonder that you have a troubled heart. For only the hand of God can rescue you from the fall. The same hand of God that delivered to Abram his enemies. Yet, Abram had this troubled heart. Abram needed the word of the Lord again. And the Lord knew this. The Lord knew that Abram needed reassurance. The Lord knows. You need reassurance. But our Lord does not stop there. God always gives more than what you need. In fact, the Lord promises you and promises Abram a great reward. But Abram said, O oh Lord God, what reward will you give me? For I continue childless, and the heir of my house is Eliezer of Damascus. Behold, you have given me no offspring, and a member of my household will be my heir. This, this is the voice of a troubled heart. 
speaking to God. The Lord replies, This man shall not be your heir. Your very own son shall be your heir. And the Lord brought him outside and said, Look toward heaven and number the stars if you are able to number them. Then the Lord said to Abram, So shall your offspring be. The Lord speaks to Abram in a manner such as a father speaks to his child. God gives Abram a a visual aid, revealing a promise to him in a way that a child can understand. Abram, you cannot count the stars, and thus, you cannot count your offspring. This promise for Abram is more than the Lord making Abram a great nation of people. For those can be numbered. It is more than giving Abram a son in a physical way. Because remember, Abraham, Abram was afraid. Abram was troubled. God is giving him a complete answer to all of his troubles. God, who always gives you more than what you need. God, who gave Abram a word of assurance, kept giving. In fact, the Lord gives, gives Abram a reward. God does not do anything halfway. This reward is God's all-encompassing way to redeem Abram from his troubled heart. This is God's complete way to forgive Abram all his sin. God shatters the wretched mirror. God's forgiveness is the cure for a troubled heart. Abram realized from the word of the Lord that that through his offspring would be born a payment for all of Abram's sin and all sin of mankind. A forgiveness for all troubles, for all heartaches, and all fears. Yes, it is true, Abram did not know the details of exactly how this would take place. Abram simply heard God's word. Abram simply trusted that it would happen. Abram trusted simply because God told him so. The faith of a child. As little of the details of Jesus Christ that Abram knew, Abram believed. And Abram was forgiven. And Abram believed the Lord. And the Lord counted it to him as righteousness. We have more of the details than Abram did. You actually have more of the Lord's words. You know that the the promised seed of Abram 
now Abraham, through a lineage of God's people, 42 generations, was born a man. Was born God incarnate, Jesus Christ. For when your troubled heart is diseased, for when you're troubled altogether, for when it feels like your heart is about to stop, Jesus stops his instead. Maybe you don't think you have a troubled heart. Well, when you're walking on the clouds, not fearing a thing, the Lord himself, Jesus Christ, took the massive fall for you, descended from heaven, died on the cross, and descended into hell to proclaim victory over the very sin that ails you, whether you realize it or not. Victory over all of sin means for you forgiveness in life, the cure for troubled hearts. Jesus Christ, after this long descent, rises from death, ascends back into heaven, and this means for you a resurrection like his. God keeps giving. Abram simply heard God's word and trusted it. And the Lord accounted it to him as righteousness. This final verse of today's reading is the promise for your salvation. But this verse is also an exhortation for you. Simply hear God's word. Have trouble believing it? Keep hearing the truth. This is what Abram did. By hearing comes faith. Stronger and stronger every time you hear it. And from this faith by hearing comes from God the strength and the ability to believe. This is God's reassurance for you. And God keeps giving. From this one assuring faith also comes our joyful response in our praises, in our prayers, in our singing of hymns, in our offerings, in our, and in our gospel proclamation to the world. None of this could be done on your own. This one faith in God through Jesus Christ, it is the only way that you are able to be accounted as righteous. There are no deeds you can do. Thanks be to God, the great deed of justification has been done. The deed has been done in the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, in his death and his resurrection. So then, I exhort you, I implore you, hear the word, 
Then, hear the word again and again. And from there, we believe the truth. And the Lord accounts this to us as righteousness. What does this righteousness mean for you? It means that one day, you can ask Abraham yourself, as you're walking alongside Jesus in the kingdom of heaven. Amen.